Yo, what's up, y'all? It's another week of Nitty's Knocker Radio. We are turning up live and proud and happy and free. Listening to some good stress on the airwaves. My name's Nitty. I'm sure you know my uh, voice by now. <laughs> I hope everybody's enjoying this sunny, sunny, beautiful day. What's up, Brandon? Hey. Nice to meet you too, nigga. <laughs> I told you I'm sick. When you sick, things happen that shouldn't. I did hear what I did, but um, we gonna act like that was never said on the air. You just kind of put me in the in the moment. I hear it. I can hear all of y'all loud and clear over here. <clears throat> But welcome to an amazing week of Nitty's Knock Radio. I'm very excited to hang out today. Today we have two very special guests. We have Coco Loso Says as well as Lil Blessing that will be joining us very shortly. But for now, we're going to jump into conversation about none other than the queen herself, Miss Beyonce. Um, her and Solange. The sisters. Do you call them both queens? Or are they like queen and princess or what? It's so I can hear you. My, my, the, um, they're both queens. Period. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair Period. enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, they both released um, content just recently. Beyonce released the Homecoming documentary, uh, which is kind of cool because it's very personal. We don't really get personal moments with Beyonce. Um, so whenever she drops something like this, it's like super dynamic and the yeah, whole world is. starts like falling out, all, losing edges, snatched, all of that, you know, and <laughs> going crazy. Today is also the, um, three year anniversary of Lemonade being released, um, on iTunes, I mean, on Tidal and on HBO. So that was a big deal. And she re-released it on iTunes today. So it finally dropped on iTunes today. We what? Three years for it to be on iTunes. Period. I can us, live. I can live She now. gave us a demo song for Sorry, the original <coughs> song. So she gave something a little extra for us to wait three years. So she snapped. Okay. I'm here for it. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Beyonce. Um, <clears throat> so the homecoming documentary was about her Coachella experience. Um Known as Baychella. Yes, Baychella. Um, and I also heard that this weekend at Coachella, they did, they threw stuff at Ariana Grande. Yeah, they threw lemons at Ariana. Yeah, for real? <laughs> wow. Yeah. The beehive outrageous. She was a good, uh, <laughs> she was a good scout about it, but <laughs> she's definitely she, just she like, damn, somebody threw a lemon. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think that's pretty funny. Um, but. The documentary talked about the preparation of the performance. They talked about how Beyonce curses. Uh, you know, people went crazy. Like, oh, my God. She said a swear word. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And it's about wow. We both said that at the same time. And there's a 43-track live album. It's amazing. So, you know, um, Beyonce said live and let live. You know what I'm saying? How y'all feel about that? I mean, I'm very excited. I haven't watched it because I was yeah, I haven't watched it either. I, I was busy last too. week, but you know, it I was, was I was at the performance though, and it was live. I'm still I'm still so jealous. Bachella, excuse me, Bachella. Uh, <laughs> my, my skin's crawling right yeah, now. Yeah, I went. I went last. I went last year, and it was amazing. That probably would have been amazing. Like it was for us. It was. It was. It was for us. <laughs> like she directed it. We knew, everybody in 
They knew it was for us. She made it specifically for us. It was an all-black band. Like, everybody up there was black, y'all. It was just, it was amazing. The the, the documentary. Uh, I'm glad she did the documentary. Day. I watched it that night and of Coachella thirsty. last year. I was up at 3 o'clock in the morning watching Beyonce. Yeah. I got the, the notification off YouTube. <laughs> I was up at 3 o'clock in the morning watching it, and it was beautiful. But then to see it on um, the documentary was actually really, really good as well because it gave you, like, the preparation and stuff like that. Like, we didn't we knew she had gained a lot of weight from, you know, carrying <clears> twins, <throat> but you really didn't know the backstory of, like, how she prepared and how she got her stuff snatched in three months. Like, she really made me want to go work out, you know, and I ain't even big. <laughs> I'm not let me go to the gym. Like, get your life in order. But she really, like, snapped, and it showed how it was to run your own shit. Yeah, then she, like, say what her diet was. She, like, had vegan. no fish, Straight like, vegan. no vegan. sugar, no anything. No like, alcohol. No alcohol. Straight vegan diet. You know, you could drink tequila and kind of be vegan. No, <laughs> it has no sugars in it. No, not even a little bit. You, I can't, you can drink alcohol a book, and be vegan. There's but a book she... called the Ve- a vegan diet, and they, I mean the tequila diet, and it talks about how That's tequila has stuff, has fat burning properties. It might be, but you know, um, I'm one of those people who's like, I'll try that. I'll white try people. the tequila diet. I bet it's a wine diet too. White people just want to drink alcohol. <laughs> wow. The fact that they could drink from like sun up to sundown is crazy to me aliens Ooh. can do that it's you know <laughs> you right that's, a, that's another <laughs> conversation for another time you know, up. i definitely believe they're not from it they came through them on black Whoa. them black holes and portals but we ain't gonna talk about Uh-oh. that today y'all is where'd y'all go <laughs> right but beyonce is the queen so Lodge is definitely the queen they just and it's just so crazy that tina had two queens out of her uterus. Yes. Mm, like, am I gonna be that? Did. Am I gonna be that? She is up. Is she up now. Yeah, she, she up now. Wow. Definitely top tier uterus on the planet. Now, the fact that <laughs> Lemonade was not available for so many so many years, I would constantly go back and look. Like maybe it'll be here today for me. Maybe it'll be no, here today. Today. <laughs> and today, wow, on a Tuesday, how lucky. How lucky. You she know, snapped. she was thinking about the Unigang. She said, you know what? They probably want to listen to my album on iTunes. And I was like, <laughs> yes, yes. I've been waiting for this because it's literally a bunch of songs that I have not heard from that album because I just, I don't hang with people who really listen to Tidal. So, yeah. I mean, in the sense of like being at my house, like my sisters and my roommates, you know, everybody uses like Spotify or Apple Music. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just have to hear it when I hear it. And people outside of... What'd you say? Now you finna fall in love. I am, even more. And, you know, my hair might be a little bit brighter of a blonde. <laughs> Actually, it will be in general, you know. I was going through it last week, and I said, you know what? I'm going blonde. Real hair blonde. I was about to buy the bundles, and then I said, you know what? I'm just going to dye my hair blonde. Beyonce, thank you. <laughs> um, but the name of, what is the name of Slange's new album? Does anybody know? Excuse me? I'm sorry. I just, I, I heard about where, it. But where am I? Where am I? Well, you're on the show where we focus on <laughs> on the show where we focus on underground artists and entrepreneurs. So sometimes I'm a little lost when it comes to the mainstream world. Ooh, but I would like to know the name I of. Too. Is Look, it she called looking Moon, it up. She it just tried to make it seem like she when knew I get home. what that <laughs> the name of that album was. It's when I get home. I sit at the table when I get Come home. On, where I feel am like she's gonna tell us a story. <laughs> so when I, it's called when I get home. When I get home. It's really really nice, How and it's so crazy that they both grew up in the same house and they're so cultured 
and they do it from different sides of the culture. Like you can tell. What's Solange's number one hit off that album? Huh? What's like? What's a, what's a song I can go listen to? And hers is like, a visual album meet, too. Uh, a male. Uh, a meta. What? What? How you pronounce that? A L M E D A. Oh, okay. And hers is a yeah. It's a live album or um a visual album. And she put it on Black Planet. Like, do you understand the culture dynamic of why she put like, she put on Black Planet? You know what I'm saying? Just, Black Planet. Right. I was. I, was saying, <laughs> I ain't had a Black Planet. I was just saying she, was saying she did all that. Like, <laughs> right. With she brought up it back to life. <laughs> you know, you got that much power when you made me go get a Black Planet. Like, redo my Black. I'm like, damn, what's my email? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, right, I, I definitely made one. I made a Nitty's Knocker Black Planet. I have yet to customize it, but you I'm very to excited <laughs> to add any type of element to it to be like, I'm here. You know, I just went on I talked to, to a few people. Visuals. I said, hey, you know, just on the little timeline, it just shows <laughs> random people on Black Planet. And I'm like, hey, y'all, hey, you know, but it was weird. So, I, so now she, she revamped Black Planet. Like, her visuals are A1. Like, Solage is known. For her visuals. That's why she didn't do Coachella this year. Because the person who... She couldn't have the um, her set designed how she wanted it. She's very specific on how her sets are. And she's literally like... She's an artist. Like, she's a performer just like Beyonce. So, it's like... But differently. More artistic. Yeah, I would call Solange more of an artist. Like a visual artist. Yeah, she's would, definitely like, more of a visual artist. Like, um, Beyonce, Beyonce is a performer. She's Beyonce, an she like a she work. She, she was on. She practiced like a a, a D one athlete. Like yes. I see how she's working out for like Coachella. Like it was crazy. Three months straight. Like I don't even listen straight. to Beyonce like that. But when I watch her perform, like she give her all. Did you turn into a stand Man. a little bit. No, it's she, okay she if you do. You can say note. that. Like, Anybody that see her perform live is a fan. Gotta be. If you don't, that amazes me. Like people can't sing and she can. How can you lean back in a chair like that and still sing and not be scared for your life? That's a, what I'm still trying to figure out. It was the a chair. Chris Brown, Beyonce. She was out there on the, the crane. Perform on Twitter, and I'm like, Chris Brown be hella out of breath when he, he get does. done dancing. He Sweating, does. he be having sweat everywhere. <laughs> Shirt be ripped up. <laughs> don't be hitting no more. Don't I ain't been to Chris. Face be red. Beyonce just looks golden at all times. Like, I ain't never really seen her sweat. Y'all seen her sweat? It glistens. She doesn't. I sweat. think it does glisten. It's not a glisten. <laughs> she she definitely glistens, but um, the sisters have definitely done us a good deed um, mm-hmm. by giving us all of this glory. I'm so grateful for it. Also, I read that there is a young lady in office. Let me pull it up. She wants to help uh, remove student loans. Hey now, amen. Um, <laughs> promises, promises. That's but this one's different because she Elizabeth. she's putting. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren, Warren, she's putting it in the sense of saying that, like, this will actually help put this will put like a a pike in like the econ system if you just take out the. Okay, so the issue with student loans is that most of the people who cannot pay them back are African-Americans and Latinos. Um, So basically what she's saying is if you put more money back into young people's pockets, especially in the black and brown communities, this will help them to start more businesses and things like that to boost the economy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Republicans, for the most part, only think about money. So if it makes sense financially to do something like that, they probably wouldn't be against it. But we haven't really had a person in power or a person with leverage like that to explain it to them to make sense. You know, Mm -hmm. so I'm praying (laughs) I do not want to pay another student loan. You know, it does get very expensive. What? How is it for you guys with student loans? Well, yeah. I, I didn't graduate with that many uh, loans in debt. Praise God! Like, 
I, it was a debate like we this is ties into like going to an HBCU and then going to a predominantly white school. Like I had the opportunity to go to an HBCU, but they didn't give me any money. And I know people who graduated with 80k plus in in debt. I went to a predominantly white institution. My first year of schooling was free. My last three years, I graduated with forty thousand dollars in debt. That's not nothing compared to people who graduate undergrad with. 50k plus you know a hundred thousand dollars in debt i luckily didn't have that much debt and then my master's program was free so it's like but even still lucky. how much are you paying my, monthly my, though? i don't pay the max of anything because why so my payments is like 25 dollars a month Oh, that's cool. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get to 12. Mine's are a good 350. Yeah, that's, um, no, I'm not paying yeah. it. Because the level of be- stress with that is just beyond me. I wake up every, that day I wake up early. Because I'm like, <laughs> I know y'all finna murder my account today. <laughs> no, sir. And I, mm, mm, I tell them every day, they be mm. like, you want to def- defer them loans, please. Um, You said what? Def- forbearance them loans. Yes. I tried to say that they didn't exist. Hey, go back to school every year. Just, just go back like, to school. No, no, no. They took it already. No, no. They took it? No, no, you got to call yeah. them. I be on the phone with Sally like, she my girl. I'm a hello, hey, girl. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> what you doing? I'm chilling. Um, Yeah, I can't pay that this month. Yeah, <laughs> try me two years from now. Yeah, or never. I know that's they right. really need to go back. Honestly, I feel like if they, <laughs> I feel like if they, if that, if that was to cease from like majority of people, even people who didn't even finish college, have those student loans that are holding them back from a lot of things because it's on your credit. And so I feel like it could the go. way it is set up, I mean, for it to build interest while you're in school, yeah, like, it's just geez, ridiculous. Like, it's dang, so ridiculous. Like, like building the, interest the while you interest. going to school. Like money on money on money. Like Honestly, money on money as on a money. person with <laughs> college degrees, was like it worth the money it? And just that's it. No, not at all. Did I make a lot of money? Yes. Now I do, but still, I can <laughs> I make more money if they was gone? Absolutely. So I feel like it will definitely be a wonderful leverage in our communities for sure. And speaking of money, once again, uh, my homie Ross Mack, he has started this. Um, YouTube video trend about called Maconomics mm-hmm. and he's really good with finance and investing and things like that but this is his way of relaying it to his ninjas you know as ninjas he talks real casual um, it's really funny but also very educational as far as how to invest your money when to pull out of the market and different things like that and it has the hashtag get to that bag and he just started it last week, and he has two episodes out. You can go and look at it on the Nitty's Knocker radio page. I did put a post about it. And I think it's just really cool to have people that look like you teaching you about investments and how to put your money up because the way he explains it is super simple and very helpful, um, especially for me being young and trying to invest my money, build my credit, and different yeah. things like that. So. Might have to bring Ross back just on the level of financing and versus music. Uh, but either way, it's a great thing that he's doing. But for now, we're going to go ahead and get back to some music. We're going to listen to the Nitpicks playlist on SoundCloud right now because Marie DJ is not with us today. But this playlist has pretty much music, music from pretty much anywhere. Um, if I find it on SoundCloud, I add it to this list. If it made me feel good at the moment added that to the playlist so let's go ahead and get live get lit right here on nitty's knocker (laughs) 
We are back. We are live here on Nitty's Knocker Radio. We have Lil Blessing in the building as well as as well as Miss Coco Loso says it's not about what he say or she say, it's about what she Coco Loso say. That's just period. Period. <laughs> Pooh. Okay. So Blessing, how you doing today? Hey. Yeah, it's okay. You can't see out my <laughs> eyes right now. I'm looking at you real fierce. I'm already knowing, bro. My bad. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a swear jar, but swearing is uh, off the off the map as much as possible. You know, I get it. Sometimes it bloop, 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 slips, but we're going to try to not do that. Also, we're going to do our 60-second freestyles, <laughs> which is like your little intro to the show. Tell us who you are, where you're from, favorite music, books. You know, you can say whatever you want just to give us an idea of how to... Rap. You could rap, sing, spoken word, talk. You might as well rap. You the rapper. <laughs> right? Say say what's real. Say what's real. So, Brandon, what's the type beat we're going to use today? Man, you put it in my hands. Yeah, let's, <laughs> you know, she said trap. So, let's, let's, uh, let's do a type beat off of YouTube or something. Man, 
Y'all want to gun to beat or something? Yeah, let's go. Cool. Yeah. New Cash yeah. Wars. Yeah. Ooh, That's yeah. my favorite song right now. <laughs> What's it called? Cash, Cash Wars. You finna rap? Cash Wars. No, I ain't finna rap, G. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would. I look, the thing is, my non rapping self, I try it. I mean, it might not be good, nah. but it's fun. No, nah, let them. Let them you know what? <laughs> I didn't even ask you, Brandon. I don't know what to say. Okay. All right. <laughs> 60 second freestyles. We're going to start. Who want to start? All right, pick a number one through five. The number was four. So you got to go first, Coco. I'm not gonna rap. That's what we're not gonna do. <laughs> um, okay, for those that don't know, um, Coco. That rhyme bars. <laughs> um, I own and operate CocoLosoSales.com, uh, one of Chicago's top blog spots. Um, I also do artist showcases, the blueprint. Um, with the blueprint, I pretty much just give artists opportunity to perform in front of their peers. Um, a lot of artists complain about not being, you know, have places to perform. So that's what the blueprint is about. When they not getting on my nerves. Um, Where else? are you from? Oh, right in Chicago. South side, east side, west side. The birds. Okay, period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but all in all, I'm—I say all in all, I'm still Chicago, so I be all over the place. Period. Um, okay, let's hear. Okay, bless you. Gonna rap a little bit. Yeah, you, <laughs> hey, look, my name Bless, and from out west, and I just want. <laughs> I'm like, you ain't never finna nah, come like that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, my name, uh, I'm Blessed. I'm from. Oh my god, y'all not y'all really both not gonna like rap or freestyle or nothing. I can't I can't do all that. I can and I'm not a rapper. No, you, I'm gonna catch up. <laughs> He's you, about to get off. And I got you. No, because I can't say so, my rap. On, it's exclusive. <laughs> it's so like exclusive. Bars, Some you wrote already. I can't. Uh, yeah. Hey. Look. No, I'm rocking. I'm gonna finish this with any nuggets. I didn't trust that I did it. My bad, I just did it. Cause I'm kinda high. I don't know why you want me to freestyle, but I try. I can never tell no lies. Okay. I'm high. I'm fly. Bug, fly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. That's good. Okay. A for effort. A for effort. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Thank you. Yeah, so, hilarious. No, hey, these headphones is big. Who ears these girls? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this I don't know. Where did this pen come from? Be. Oh my God. Did you touch the wall? Yeah, you definitely touched the wall. Touched the wall. Yeah, he told you. You better uh, go ahead and pen. make it a piece of art now. He rewrote your whole thing. You don't have to paint it up now. Look, right. Always Hit up Ron Lewis or somebody. Talking about Caucasian. <laughs> we just talked about how they not from this planet. Oh, I'm not from this. I'm from Planet Blessing. So you see how you that know works. what? Get out of here. Oh. You know, there's another planet, Planet Unicorn. But we we not gonna go there. We oh, meet. <laughs> I meet on your planet. Period. All right. Period. We lit. So we have somebody here who curates for artists and blogs about artists, and somebody who is an artist. 
from the west side and the birds are you from like west side or bird west side west side and the birds i mean i guess i went to school on the west side and i went to school on the birds okay what school did you go to on the west side i went to school i didn't go to school school i went to like i want to say like probably first grade okay then it was bird life you feel then i was in the school at the birds but i was still in the hood so you feel it is what it is i never really cared about that part of it is it different? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the... Okay, so what's the biggest difference for both it's of y'all as far as verb life and, like, city life? I mean, I stayed in the city and the burbs. Um, it's really no difference to me because either way, like, not on no tough stuff, but it's, like, either or, burb, city, whatever. Like, go ahead and play if you want to. But... Go get smacked. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a difference. It's a difference. I mean, but all the same stuff go on everywhere. It be fights everywhere. I mean, it is what it is, but ain't really no big difference. I think the biggest difference is transportation. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. The city, you could pretty much get anywhere up mm-hmm. to 95th. Pretty what? much. What's I mean, in the like burbs, you know, you got designated bus areas for wherever you stay at, so... It ain't really no difference, but mm. so what got you into wanting to be uh, a media mogul? Um, I love <laughs> music. Like I don't, I can't sing. Um, I play too much. To, if I wanted to rap, I could, but I play way too much to even take it serious. So I'm like, I might as well, you know, blog. So, and I always liked the Karen Civil, so she always been kind of like kind of a blueprint as far as what I'm doing with the blog. And is that why you call your event the blueprint too? Mm-hmm. Kind of like just yeah. building you up to something. Yeah, ju- and just to kind of, you know, show artists how showcase is supposed to be, as far as like having as much freedom as they want, as far as performing and all that stuff. They definitely get on my nerve. Like I be almost every showcase, I'm cursing somebody out, but I still love them though. They know that, but I be having to humble a few people. Like nobody signed, nobody. No, we not doing all that. We not. So is that something that you experience a lot though? Is artists feeling like they are what? More, more. <laughs> not I? saying that they're more on than they should be because everybody should believe in themselves. Bro, but like as far as just like their requirements and stuff like that. They so entitled and so spoiled and feel like they already got it. I mean, and it's okay to have that type of confidence in certain situations, but a lot of times you got to humble yourself and bring yourself back down to what's really going on. Like, they expect so much. They, it, it just be a lot. It be a lot. I be having them look. <laughs> and bless them. What type of artist are you in the room when it's time for showtime? You giving her a hard time or are you going to be? I'm me. So, <laughs> what that mean? Hold on. What that mean? I mean, like, you don't see me outside of social media. Like, you know, I just, I, just, I play too much. So, <laughs> that's, just, that's just what I do all the time. I'm just, I'm playful. I'm laughing. I ain't got nothing to be tweaking about unless there's something going wrong. So I feel like if I'm at a, I don't like these headphones, but if if I'm at an event or something, you feel me, then it'll be like everything going smooth and nothing to talk about. And if it's something weird, I don't I don't hesitate to voice my opinion, but I don't never, you think, bug up. It ain't never like, it's always respect within anything that I do. You know? I just learned that word, bug up. Yeah. I was like, what that mean? I mean, and yeah, I got I got looked at real crazy because yeah. I was just like I just don't know what that means. You yeah. know, somebody bug up on you, let me know. I got you. Oh my God, period. You know <laughs> Blessed by the blessing. Period. <laughs> so, so, what a life. Man. 
So when it comes to music, though, how did you get involved, like, musically? What was your inspiration to start making music? I used to dance. Oh. That's why he was full working at the uh, at the joint. Can you not talk about that? <laughs> why you <laughs> I mean, we put it on yeah, live and everything. For me, for me to do that, bro, you got to catch me off the like. I definitely caught you before at the party. <laughs> you feel me? Like, he was lit. Drink, and it'd be like somebody try me. It got to be some. I got to feel like a competition. They're like, oh, this. Oh, he kind of hit that. Oh, you want to dance? Oh, you want to? Oh, you want to dance? dance. You feel me? So, and then it's that. I come. I do my do. Get out the way, and then I'm back to rapper dude that never knew how to dance. And then it's like, and, but no, nah, it was like I used to learn how. I, I, my mama always used to like when we were going like trust and stuff. Instead of playing like I Spy, we'd play like I Spy, but we'd have like beat song and be rapping on the beat and saying like what we like I see and all that. That's how I like learn how to freestyle. And then it was like I, I know how to rap. I was always into writing. I did poetry. So it was like, why not do it? So I did it, and then I realized like I like doing it. So, so with poetry, was it? Did you do it like for class, or was it more of a thing that you did to as a relief? Because I know some people, when you take the writing classes in school, and they make you write haikus and all that stuff. People find themselves really enjoying music that way, or was it more of like a home thing? Like, let me just write because I'm not feeling good, or because something made me mad, or no, my um. <clears throat> My grandma used to write poetry, and she used to get in trouble for it. Like, the poetry that she write, she'd get in trouble for it all the time. Like, my, she'd tell me stories about how she'd go to school and how to use poems, and she'd be speaking the truth, but the truth that people don't want to hear. And it'd be like, she'd get in trouble. So I, I feel like I always got that writing ability from her when it came to that type of stuff. So once I, like... I don't know, I was doing poetry so much. I was doing it in school. I was doing I had I actually got a poem that's published in the book and I was in middle school and I like You getting your royalties? Some type. It is, it is what it is. Tell them to <laughs> get to that bag. Tell them yeah, to drop the bag. Nah, that's, Can you remember a poem you wrote at a young age? Or nah. like a haiku or something quick, like a line or a bar from something you wrote when you were younger? I actually stopped doing poetry for, like, a reason, like, within myself. Because mm. it was, like, I did a poem, and a poem that I did happened in real life, and I just, I ain't did poetry since. I was, like, after that, I'm done writing poems. Like, I just, and I stopped writing it in general. Like, <laughs> it was over with for me, so. So how do you record your music? Like, how? what's your process? I go in there, and I work off, like, the vibe. I work off of the... How I feel, you feel me? And I just go, and I punch. It's either punch ins or I probably try to run it through. If I don't run it through, it's nine times out of ten, it's a punch in though. So like, no, I freestyle, but I don't sit there like I'm just one take and everything. I ain't one take, Drake. I ain't that me. <laughs> I'm blessed. Okay, so Coco, the name Coco Loso says. <laughs> It's so demanding. Is it? Yes, but it's also so pretty at the same time. You know, it's just like, it doesn't seem harsh, but at the same time, it's like, no, it's what I say. It's my way or the highway type of thing. But what inspired your name? Um, well, Coco Loso is actually a drink. It's um, Coco Loso. Um, it's my Coco. It's uh, coconut Ciroc and pineapple juice. I'm going to try that. And I got that name from uh, one of my friends. Like, it was when it first came out. And we had a wild night. Like, we was so drunk off that. And they just been calling me Coco ever since. Mm -hmm. 
But then the Coco Loso Says came from Simon Says. They used to be my favorite game, so I got it from that. Were you always Simon? Did mm-hmm. you like, like that was the best part being <laughs> yep. Simon? What's something you would say as Simon? Like, what was a command? Um, Simon says, uh, slap my sister. <laughs> like, I see that. <laughs> I see that. And I got a lot of siblings, so we always used to be just doing anything. And blessing, how'd you, what's, where'd the name come from? Uh, I beat cancer twice. Period. Yeah. Period. Let's talk about blessing. it. Let's yeah. talk about a little blessing. On, Wait, what did you say? Is that why it's I two ends and blessing too? Oh, wow. No, it's not two ends and blessing, but it's two In your email? On, yeah, on that because they was like tweaking like, oh. they already got this name. It's on Mexican. You said the Mexican got that name? Yeah, blessing too. Why can't be no blessing? Blessing. Blessing. Awesome. You do say your name like that. Bless. Dark Quill. Dark Quill said, "How lit was he on Saturday?" <coughs> I see. That's crazy, right? When y'all seen me perform on Saturday, I won nothing. Like I was Gucci. Saturday I performed. And I was everything was Gucci. Once I got off that stage, though, psh, it was over with. <laughs> <laughs> over with. The bar was bought. It was. <laughs> okay, cool. Run that. Uh-huh. Okay, so <laughs> hang out with Blessing at the bar. Got yeah, it. You feel? Don't get up with me because it, it was one of them situations. A situation. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you beat cancer twice. That's like super powerful. Yeah. What kind of, if you don't mind, what type of cancer did you beat? It was called. Um, oh, it was called. It's it's called lymphoma. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's like Hodgkin's and then it's just regular like lymphoma. I had the. Lymphoma, so it was like more of blood, like Hodgkin's. It's like in the bones, but I had more of the blood type of situation going on, and um, I'm actually finding the case for that. So you know, because I feel like somebody gave me that. Mm. You know? Wow, but, that's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's a gift for being in the birds. I wanted to go back to the city. <laughs> it made but, you want to go back to the city, man, because that's why I got it at in the birds. That's crazy. But um, don't blame us. <laughs> but um yeah like it was i was i had just turned 18 like my 18th birthday and like a week after that i started getting sick and for like a year they was telling me i had something else and then eventually they found the cancer because they couldn't find it at first but like i was sick for like a whole year so they were telling me i had something called Stills disease it's like an arthritis type thing and uh basically they found it tried to cure it they cured it it was like six months cured it it was finna be like the year anniversary and this is why I stopped writing poetry because I had wrote a poem I was in college I went to uh, College of the Page for like I went twice but the second time this time when it happened it was like uh, two weeks I was in a I do this poem and I wrote called Sick Again it was like what if I got sick again and like talking about if I got sick again and eventually like the two days, I want to say like four days probably, like, or a week at least. I don't know. I had a doctor's appointment. I go to the doctor's appointment, he tell me that I was sick again. And they chopped all that for me. Like, I wasn't even trying. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. I ain't mess over with it. Yeah. But and you beat it again. Yeah, I beat it again. You should write a poem saying, and I beat it again. Period. No, because no, if you come back, like, haha, you thought you had me, I'm like, huh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no price to that. So, you know. So, I'm just cool, you know. I mean, you know, I still like 
I get I write like I still write, but I don't write poetry. I guess I, I mean you know rap rap people be like my raps is poetry. You feel me? So I guess but I don't. I mean it is in a way. That's yeah. what it is. That's that's so awesome. I feel like we are so much cooler now, just because you're like, definitely a blessing on my kids. You know, like, and then oh, your energy. Kids. You know, you're I very. Got no, I don't got no kids. <laughs> on my auntie kids, <laughs> look, on my auntie kids. For real. But that's like really powerful. Like, yeah. I'm very glad for you, and you have a great personality too. Like, this is somebody who, men or female, you walk up to him, it's just all love. You know, I've never really seen him like. Interact with somebody mm-hmm. on dirt, you know. But yeah. if, if, of course, somebody present that, you're gonna be like, bro, hey, you know, no back up. No, but at the same t- time, you don't really catch that off back, nah, you know. I you be, come I, in, I'll be cool, man. I just like, I, you know, I used to like be in the house, like, I'd go in the house and stay in the house, or I, when I was in the hospital, I'd be in the hospital. So, like, for me, popping out to one event, a performer. To everybody in the city, just rocking with me, not even really knowing who I am or knowing nothing about me. I just like, I don't know, it's something I can't get over. Like, I feel like I'm loved everywhere. Like, I go around, I just feel loved. Like, people don't never get on no dirt with me. And people that get on dirt with me be people that know me. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, like the, the ones that know you. That That's usually that. how it is. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it ain't, I ain't, you know, I ain't worried about them because it's like, y'all know me at the same time. Like, y'all really know me. These people, got an image of me but at the same time they know me because it's like I ain't had nothing ain't nothing getting here with me. I'm out here period yeah. uh, Coco so what has been the most powerful moment for you with your brand like what <laughs> on the scale of like 1 to 10 um, what was a 10 for you from what you've done so far I say I say everything was a 10 Period. Okay, wow. Like, I, I love had that. my brand since, I want to say, like, 2013. And I stopped a couple times, started again, stopped, started. But, like, I've been going real strong, like, these last couple of years. So, I definitely say everything just been a 10. Because, like, a lot of stuff that I wanted to happen, mm-hmm. it's all going on now. And it's just, like, it's overwhelming, but it's, like, so good. So, yeah, everything. I want to say everything. It's all about time and so. What's something that you feel, as far as outsiders looking in, that they would be like, wow, that was very monumental for your brand? Um, I want to say, I'm not going to lie, like, I want to say, like, probably since I've been working with Taylor. That's Taylor over there. Um, Hi, Taylor. She do, she royalty <laughs> media. So, like, since we... We first met at a um, Dave E show, and I was just telling her, like, look, I want to do, like, some just straight female stuff. The chemistry would be better. And then we finally linked up. It's like we never stopped working since then. So a lot of stuff we've been doing just been, it's been good. Like, a lot of, I've been doing my documentaries now. That's because she get it. Like, I don't got to sit and be like, okay, I need this done. Do this, do that. Or she, she asked, I might be like, you know, just do you or how it's gonna go and it just it works so perfect yeah things just turned out so yeah that's what's up shouts out to you taylor hey taylor and shout out to coco that's great when you can find people that just mesh well with what you're trying to produce and then it benefits so everybody involved great yeah definitely what about you blessing music wise like what's been your number one peak first of all uh my favorite song if you don't talk about that i might have a heart attack but you know (laughs) 
Go ahead. <laughs> um, you said like what's been my peak? Yeah. I mean, Lil Moody. That's, I guess that's been the peak song. Um, I plotted that out though. Like I knew that was gonna work, and it worked. And that just made me get in a different type of bag. Like, mm. I just felt like, you know, it was like, all right. I just plotted out how this finna work out, and it actually did it. It's like, all right, let me see if I plot out this next release. I plot out this next one. Doing it, I ain't missed. So it's like. How did you come up? What? Why is it called Lil Moody? Because I had took out the phone with her, <laughs> for one. And then I had made a song. But, um... I had knew that sample was like, y'all was gonna know that sample when y'all hear it. Like, even if you didn't remember the exact name, mm-hmm. you was gonna hear that. You knew you heard that before somewhere. You just never knew. You don't even know, like people don't even know the original name of the original song. Like, right, they don't. It. Like they just know that sample when they hear mm-hmm. it. So, like once I knew that, like I figured that out. I'm like, all right, cool. I had just got the phone. I'm like, bro, she at her, she's at her peak right now. Like she know what she doing. Like, me. And that's my homie, like me and Moody, like, like that's my little sister, like you feel me. I'm rocking with her the way she rocking with me, and it's family, fam. So, like, I knew she was at her pick. I'm like, all right, cool. These people, she got the city. You feel me? I'm standing the birds at the same time. I'm like, she got the city. I'm like, she already got the city trying to walk. Ooh, I could say her name in the song and bug right off that because I said her name in the song. I named the whole song after her, and I spoke from what me and her have, like, you feel me, like, how we interact with each other. Like, that's that's my homie, you feel me? Like, we gonna, uh, me saying, yeah, shorty, whole lot of gang, shorty, like, y'all know Moody, like, y'all know how Moody coming, like, y'all know how I'm coming, so it's like, <laughs> it, I said what, you know, I said what I said, <laughs> like, that's how it was, and it worked, so. It did work. I really mm-hmm. love that song. Like, Same I thing. really, really love that song. I wop every time I listen to it. I didn't even know how to wop the first time I listened to the song. But, but I practice. Like, yeah. I'll be getting it. I'll be getting it. The first time I heard it was at Finesse's um, birthday party at Vibe Studio. And it was me, Brandon was there, a few of my friends. And the sample, because that's my favorite song. Art of Noise, Moments in Love, that is legit, like, my favorite song. Every time I close my eyes, that, I see something that's different. That's you? Yeah. Yes. That's my song. Yes. <laughs> wow, like, blessing. I'm finna get a picture with you right now. And <laughs> so it's like, you know, when you listen to one of those songs, like, that's the type of song when I listen to it. Every time you close it, I close my eyes, I see a different visual. Like, whatever mood I'm in at the time I listen to that song, it produces a different experience every single time so now that you have this song i'm just like oh my god i was like (laughs) screaming i said who is this where you at how do i get in tune like i was so thirsty and literally i played that day i heard it i played it out maybe like for a week and a half straight i was playing like four or five times a day because i was just like this goes so hard and i was like he gonna get tired of me tagging him on instagram (laughs) because like i love this song you know but that's just like when people tag me and say anything, like it could be a like, bro. I I get the most like <laughs> butterfly feeling. Like Aww, I just be that's like, so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I mean, it's like don't nobody have. I always look at everything like 
you don't have to. Yeah. yeah. Nobody has to. That's so how I be do too. Anything, it definitely like, be. You know. That's what's up. That we meet a lot of artists before they even up. They think they hide and they really are. That's they what I'm saying. Humble <laughs> yourself. And they be wondering why people don't support me. But bro, you know what's great? Somebody actually said like I don't come off as humble. Like I'm not a humble what? person. It's because you dark skin. I bet. Yeah, it's because you feel me. They ladies like me. Period. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm, I'm a and then. My, my brother right here, Cliff Cozy, we got the GT freestyle. They came out and it's like, huh, like y'all really need to put y'all put y'all shorties up. <laughs> right, put, put them up. The summertime coming too. It's over with. Just put your shorties up. Bro. So how can we? How can we keep? I want to listen to some music now, but how can we just keep in tune with like projects and events and things like that that you guys have coming up? Um, you follow me on Instagram. Uh, at L I L B L E S S I N N, but it's really my name is Lil Blessing. Or my, you could really call it. I don't know. Y'all know it's crazy. I put <laughs> Lil Blessing because Blessing was already took. I never wanted to be. You want a me little, to call? You little. want me to call? You want me to call Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. We gonna call yeah. Instagram. Right, we go. We could figure that out. Instagram. Ask them to give us um, that name. You just got to okay. email Instagram. Let them know like I need this name. Be like yeah. I'm actually blessing. You know, exactly. like we got to Like I got a birth certificate. That says blessing. Send them. Mama. Yes, we can. Exactly. Let your mama send in a, a video. Like this is my blessing. Yeah. <laughs> she, she gonna, gonna do it up. and do it in the worst right. way. She gonna do it. She gonna, she gonna, gonna do it up. <laughs> The know, only blessing, look, ain't nobody, ain't no other blessing out here. Hey. He out here stunning. Hey. <laughs> OG don't play about blessing. OG do not. But yeah, um, Instagram L I L B L E S S I N N. Twitter L I L B L E S S I N. And Miss the regular way. Miss uh, Miss Loso. <laughs> Everything is Coco Loso says. Um, Instagram, Twitter. Wherever you can find me at Coco Loso says. She's funny on Twitter. Yeah, I'm going to follow you on hey, Twitter. I, I don't follow your Twitter, <laughs> but. She talks to you all day long. I'd be innocent so box funny. and I'd be like, what is this? I said, we're having a show. I'm like, she said something yesterday. And I was dead. Like, what? People, the stuff that be going on, y'all wouldn't even believe. I just be like, it be too be much. Too. I'd be like, <laughs> she, be, she, hey, she, don't, she don't have a cap either. I'd be yeah. right with her. Like, yup. That's exactly right with Okay, right. it looks like I'm at the fire. I don't use Twitter too much, but I, I, I use Twitter. it to follow people who are just a mess. <laughs> so I will join the wave and just follow you and share all your tweets in my little inbox with my sisters because I don't retweet them either. I just be like, this is too much. Let me just keep it forever. But we're going to go ahead. Oh, what's up, Royal? Talking about Zuvi, period. We're going to go ahead and listen to my favorite song by Lil Blessing or Blessing, the only Blessing. Okay. <laughs> And we're going to jam out, and when we get back, we're going to have our scoop of Shmirier right here on Nitty's Knocker. Chalk and kill, eh. no, for real, eh. 
and I'm in B, yeah Tell her why let me see, yeah What you do on a D, yeah I been rolling for weeks, yeah Throw up signs, I don't speak, yeah Give me all that I need, yeah Come give me burn like a geek, look Bitch, nice for a Z Lean spray ice on me Change your whole life, low key Change your whole life on B Cold walk with the heat Wrist froze, new AP The whole still won't breathe, yeah Big blessing, baby I've been ballin' since my first J's Pelly, pelly, real coochie sweater And a ball bay chase PNC, B-O-A, I got all bang Chase, look, please, please, I'm okay I got all bang, yeah God damn it, I'm T Damn, bitch, flee, yeah Daddy, what you call me? Chase all around me, yeah Big racks, little booty, ooh Cute bitch, little booty, ooh Butter wash, she off her E, uh Rock style, like me, please, uh I don't my ice, me, please, ooh She be like, wipe me, please Ooh, I don't like bitch who twig, uh, money only thing I see, ooh, rest with you shit, sign me, uh, I could flip a one, two, a three, came off the bleach and went 423, bitch, I been rolling, I pop two, a three, four different bitches, they chewing on me, five to your chest, make you sweet, yeah, for Eddie, I fuck with the sleep, yeah, I just beat all on the beat, yeah, you know what I mean, ooh, ball here, Mr. Clean, I be ballin' cause I'm clean, Yeah, Talk, you won't say that again. Hit a nigga and his legend for talking that shit. Diamonds on me, boy, they be looking like bosses. Bustin' chicks about the left. I'm pouring up, cause I don't need a fill. Fuck on her cousin, I fuck on her set. If you know I ain't shit, I'ma bust on her butt, then I bust on her tits. And when I wake up, really cook me some grits. That's a bro, this shit hot, let me get right back in it. Now this my shit, but don't do that again. You got me back. Uh, I got the woods, but I don't got a tent. Call open the black and they send me a band. Can't even get in that bitch and got ten. And you can't hear my words, you ain't put up on this. Nick. Put up on it in the jacks. I feel like shit when I'm just wanna text. Boy, I'ma pull up on you. She want the dick, but bitch, I'm put up on it. the legs, but I want trying to put it in. I want the name. Talking about that shit, hoes in your hand. I'm the cut to that little bitch that's overly loud. Smoking, bitch, and I ride with the duty. I told her to roll up the duty. Loud hoes, just get on my nerves. That's stupid, I swear. I just can't have them hoes around me. If I'm with the gang, just know that there's hoes around me. Hoes around me. Fucking if I'm with your babe, just know that she going for me. Going for me, she might go for the team. Green! Oh, like a GT. Bitch, you know how the fuck we coming, nigga? 
All right, we are back. We are live. You just heard two songs from Lil Blessing. One is called Lil Moody, you know, my favorite song in the whole wide world. And then the other song was called the the freestyle. What what GT? What's it called? What's what kind of freestyle? Oh, uh, it's GT freestyle. The Greatest GT team. with Cliff Cozy. What does GT stand for? Grease team. Grease team. Grease. Grease team. Yeah, like me and bro had walked out the house one day and we had put some Vaseline on our face. <laughs> it was extra greasy, like damn. The Grease team, not <laughs> Grease, but the Grease team. Yeah, Grease team. They're like, bro, you Grease team? I'm like, damn, that should have worked. <laughs> nah, 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 that, <laughs> that ain't it for real. But um, bro, this my brother Cliff Cozy. Me and him, we went to school together, and then like we eventually like bumped. Back up to got up with each other. He was already saying like gas gang. Yeah, he like saying like gas gang, grease gang, woo. Eventually like GT stuck. I had started yelling it at the end of our songs on some weird stuff. <laughs> and it worked. So I was like, all right, it's grease thing. Period. The grease thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we gonna scoop. We're scoop gonna scoop it up. I just love saying that every day. This time. a blessing. Yes, it's blessing. Somebody asked I'm allowed this blessing. This my nigga blessing. Period. <laughs> blessing. <laughs> Big for baby. Real. That's my dog for real. Big blessing. Falling up and falling. This is my first day. Yeah, period. Heard. That's what they heard. So today on Nitty's, this is that's Nitty. This is the scoop. So <laughs> today on the scoop. Um, I'll give you two quick facts. So, on this day, on April 23rd, 1872, Charlie E. Ray became the first African-American lawyer. Ms. Ray graduated from Howard Law School, and I wanted to throw something in for HBCU since I've been seeing a lot of HBCU pride on social media. So, shout out to Howard University for having their first African-American lawyer many, many years ago. Um, on this day, again, Granville T. Woods, African-American inventor, he was known as the Black Thomas Edison. Um, he uh, went to school in Springfield, um, but he helped start some of the CTA projects that you guys see, the Metro projects. Um, he invented more than a dozen devices to improve electric uh, railways, cars, and much more for controlling the flow of, of, of electricity. So it's very important that y'all know them, okay? Um, my word of the week is very simple. Um, I've been seeing a lot of, like, inaccurate research on social media, and I'm actually getting fed up of it. As a person who reads a lot of books um, and used to have to read the dictionary when I was little, I think it's very important that you triple check what's on social media. Like, when Nipsey died, they had posted, like, three days after... Um, that Jay-Z was giving, uh, like, a trust fund to his kids, yeah. which was super inaccurate. Yeah. Um, there was something going around about, um, it's just been a lot of inaccurate information. This isn't the first time I've seen it. It's every day with it, and I'm just fed up. Um, so my word of the week is a abecedarian, abecedarian, okay? It's spelled A-B-E-C-E-D-A-R-I-N-A. It is a noun. It is a person who is just learning a novence. Um, when you are 
looking at information, triple check it. Don't let that information be from an Aspendarian, somebody who's just learning, who's just trying to have that information out here in these streets. So don't take your info from the Twitter thug. Don't, no, not at all. Or Instagram scholars or people who got their PhD in Instagramology. Like, no, <laughs> you need to do more <coughs> accurate research on everything that we are doing. Um, and please don't just be out here. You know, everybody is always a student, but just don't be an Aspendarian, okay? I like that word. I yeah. really think it's powerful, and we do live in a world full of those. Yeah, period. Um, we all just learn it, but don't be. Those are the. <laughs> and that's really crazy because it definitely, like, flows right into, like, the unicorn gospel. That is crazy. I don't even know how I be coming up with this. It was. It's good, though, because, you know, people, Aspidarian, is that what it is? Aspidarian? Uh, Darian? A B C Darian. A B C Darian. Like no, that's really Ab- how it's pronounced. Ab- a B C Darian. A B C Darian. Yes. Okay. A-B-C-Darians. So those people. Like I'm not joking. A B C Darians <laughs> are like dead flowers, right? And I feel like as creatives, as people, as people growing and waiting for their turn to get their blessing, um, it. You have these dead flowers around you, right? And we're constantly watering dead flowers. Mm-hmm. So at church on Sunday, um, my pastor is like super. I've recorded it on the Instagram live because he's very youthful and very relatable in the things that he says. And he was just really talking about how Resurrection Day, of course, you know, we talk about how God or Jesus was resurrected. But it's more about you resurrecting and reliving or living on if, you know, the universe says to live, you have to continue to live. But you can't do that successfully if you constantly have negative people, dead flowers, watering the dead flowers. You're never picking them off. Those brown leaves and things like that that attach themselves to your flowers that you want to grow or to your herbs, they won't grow well because they're lagging onto the dead. They're lagging onto abecedarians, <laughs> Right? When he said that, it was just like, and he constantly started to repeat the word live, live. I want you to live, rise. This is your turn for resurrection. And what we fail to realize is like, it might be our time to like grow and get our blessed. I mean, or it might be our season to get our blessings or to get to the next level and whatever we're doing, but it might not be our turn yet. So the season is there for it. Like, you're like, okay. And you can feel it in your bones. You're like, you know what? I really feel like something very, very good is about to happen. But you see everybody else around you getting getting it first, right? You're like, dang, why is this person always getting booked for this? Or why haven't I gotten my big break on this, right? It's all about, <coughs> excuse me, it's all about you waiting your turn. <clears throat> you have to be able to accept the process of growth and you also have to realize who's around that process i have a spider plant at home her name is spider bay and it's just this little small little tree that someone gifted me he was like you know she'll grow to be really really big if you take care of it and i've had her for like three months now and she's not that big she's literally still a little spider bay and I'm like, why is my plant not growing, G? Like, I put her in little light. I do this, but I'm not removing the dead leaves. She growing a little bit, but I'm not removing the brown, the little spots that grow on it, the people. And that's how you relate it to people. Those are the people that's in your way. You know, they're like, 
oh man like with your situation beating cancer twice you've had somebody around you who've said something negative like oh like this person i knew somebody who did this and they you know what i'm saying they're like putting their energy on your situation those are people that even though it don't seem like they're doing you no harm they're actually doing you a lot of harm by constantly comparing their situation to yours or to something that they've been through saying that, oh, because it happened to me this way, it's going to happen to you that way. I don't see no success coming out of any of these situations. And that happens a lot with our friends or the people we call our friends, the people we call our mentors, the people we call our aunts and uncles. You know what I'm saying? People do it to you <coughs> until you realize that you're not going to let them do it anymore. All those people's, what you say, ABCDs? Abecedarians. Dead flowers. All of those dead flowers. Y'all fun. They will not grow. I mean, look at it, though. Just look at who you surround yourself with now and who you might have surrounded yourself with before. Like, And I don't think any of us are perfect in figuring that out still. We're still learning who's good for you, who's bad for you, who's okay for you, where to place these flowers in the in the garden plot. You know what I'm saying? We're still figuring out how close to you, the rose, you want these other things to be. And I also think that um, people think that with age, it comes, like, better. I hear, like, women who are, like, in their late <coughs> 20s. Like, we, I mean, I'm in my late 20s. So it's like <coughs> they they feel like, oh, they got a certain, you know, we in our late yeah. 20s, we, like, we good. No, I know women are, like, in their late 40s, and they like, life just started to, get better now and I'm like oh baby I'm just getting started and yeah. I, I feel some type of relief when I mm-hmm. hear them hear them yeah. say stuff like that especially some of the women that I follow like on social media like I, I think last year was the year that I was like I can't follow much a lot of negativity on social media no more like I have to stop consuming so much and then like around the people you hang around too and what you do like after you get off work or after you get off school that definitely is helping like water your plants as well because you can't be around people that ain't got no sunshine mm-hmm. that's always negative all day nancy ain't got nothing nice to talk about about work mm-hmm. like you gotta leave her alone because it's gonna start weeding into your life for real so and the weed killer don't work too well nowadays you have to snatch it at its root mm-hmm. you have to not say oh i'll just spray this on it to calm it or tame it for now like the more you continuously let people be tamed quote unquote tamed in your life is the more time you're going to allow that stuff to eat at you and at your root at, at your tree you know what i'm saying like you're trying to grow into i want to be like if i could be a plant my plant of choice is the magnolia tree just because it's so big beautiful and vibrant you know what i'm saying it's just like a long withstanding tree and it's so rooted but it blossoms beautifully so to me that's my tree of choice I don't want no weeds growing around my tree, bro. Like, I'm sorry. You not, I'm not finna let little poo-poo and, and, and D.C. hang over here and ruin my day. Every day. Because they're going to find something to say to you every day. And, like, if you moving how you supposed to be moving, them kind of people, they, they, they do it on purpose. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like people negative, like, they trying to bring you down to their level. They got nothing. Mm-hmm. They see you elevating, and people just, like, if she get elevate or he elevate too much, they not gonna rock with me instead of trying to elevate themselves. So somebody always trying to like bring you back down to the level. So you just right. gotta Misery like, loves like company. That's one yes. thing. That's what you're saying right there. Exactly. So when you think about chances you get 
to be better. Chances you get to live. Every day you wake up is another day you got a chance to live and be yes. something great. And that means you got to be great for yourself and the people around you too. Like mm-hmm. don't continuously spread a uh, spread this positive energy and this greatness into people who literally don't want anything but to doubt it, to have no faith in what you're doing. Like they'll be like, "Oh, I mean, it might work. You are Man, I mean, Jesus is a healer, but what if it might not work cuz she dead already. Uh, no, if he says she's going to live, she's going to live. If you say your dream is going to live, it's going to live. You as a media mogul, you're going to be the media mogul you want to be. You're starting your blueprint for that, literally. Starting your blueprint for what you want to be in your future. You don't need your little homies in the corner like, well, I mean, I know you kind of good at what you do, yeah, but... I don't even deal with them type of people. And I feel and like, I, too... Go ahead. Yeah, I also think it's important to have people around that's doing something or, like, you know... It, I just think it's real important that you got people around that's yeah. doing something. <coughs> you got to know who your friends are, too. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people, like, they be afraid to lose friends or afraid to lose people they've been close to or for a family, long time yeah. or family. Period. Just like people who got, like, close relationships with them. Like, people worried about, I don't know, I feel like people like that, no new friends kind of attitude, that's bad for you because if you yeah. so yeah. focused on, like, not losing people that's, that you've been rocking with that's not really rocking with you, you're going to open up yourself to meet new people. You mm-hmm. know, that's actually, because as you elevate, you can't be stuck with Pookie and them that was down yeah. here. You're going to meet people that's doing the same thing you're doing, trying to make the same moves you're making. Mm-hmm. And, like, th- these going to be the new people you making friends with because you ain't got time for the people that's been trying to keep you down. So I, like, always t- I always I talk about that. I always talk yeah. about that type of story when I went to college. Like, I was, I was so big on... I'm very protective over my friends. And I went to college like, ain't no new friends. <laughs> I'm with the same girls I've been with for five years. You know, I was chilling. And I met some of the realest, yeah. most genuine, ride-or-die, hustler type of females and men in college yeah. that are still my friends to this day all around the world. Like, And they... They push me to another different level, a different type of support. So it's okay to go outside your comfort zone. And it's okay to, like, leave that little nest that you got because people usually think, like, oh, I'm comfortable here. That's okay. The best thing for you is when you get very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, and I can tell true. that from experience. Like, yeah. I've been very uncomfortable lately, and I've been having the time of my life. Yeah. So, so I definitely. Yeah, I think it's important to get uncomfortable, too. I think yeah. that definitely play a big role in you transitioning into doing better or being better. So it's definitely, I like being uncomfortable. If it's hard to do, <laughs> if your shoulder, shoulders start hurting and tensing up, <laughs> that or neck, your, that neck. you start sweating a little, that little one drip of sweat, you like, bruh, I, uh, when you can't process the words. At, yeah. And just because you can't process the words for your rebirth or for whatever you're trying to create, does not mean that you shouldn't create it. It just means that that's something you need to really hone in on to get out. You know what I'm saying? And the best way to do that is to just know that you're next. You know what I'm saying? Constantly mm-hmm. believing and knowing you're next. And look at the blessings and the <clears throat> things that do come to you already. You know, sometimes we don't even look at the small things yeah, that are, or the little plants that are growing healthily around us. And we're le- leaving them like, oh, you know, like, that's cool that I got that. But that's not what I wanted. Everything that you get that is a positive towards what you're building is what you want. And we have to acknowledge those little things, too. Yeah. You know, and once I started doing that, like, you know, it's just 
overall it's just about really understanding like you can truly be super happy super productive and super powerful and you can let go of people you know i let go of a best friend she was my best friend since fifth grade and i let go of her a few years ago because i just really realized that you were just not it you mm. know what i'm saying and i mean i hate you i still wish you the best but do that over there yeah. right. i don't want to hear your mouth in my ear about mm-hmm. all of this negative you know this negativity because that's what i was starting to spew out to my friends mm-hmm. is you know it's like oh she complained to me so now i gotta go complain to other people you know what I'm saying? Watching your aunties or um, their older family members complain all the time, too. Mm. That's something you got to steer away from is people who complain. You catch your, somebody you love doing that, be like, hey, you want to get some ice cream? <laughs> you know, let's, let's watch a unicorn video. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's literally me at, at my mom's house when somebody so started complaining. I was like, let's watch. Remember that one song? Remember the Charlie the Unicorn? And I just started pulling them up on the TV just to be like, so they could say, Serena, you crazy. And I'm like, I know. But we're not talking about that issue no more. You know what I'm saying? We're in a better world right now. In this moment, we're in a better world. And if you continuously give yourself moments to feel like you're in a better world, that's all you're going to be in. You can literally make your reality whatever you want and just know that your turn is next, but you cannot continue to water dead flowers. Yep. And you got to understand this power. They got to work with those <coughs> words. You just can't be like, all right, it's going to happen. And like it happened. You got to make sure you put in. Yo, front, yo, uh, best foot forward. Because a lot of people, they be like, if I be positive, if I speak it into existence, it's going to happen and not do nothing and wait for it to kind of just happen. And, like, I feel like everybody in this room at this table is, like, really working at tra- trying to make something happen with their brands, like Samiria. Oh, you know, thank you. Coco. I mean, I'm just chilling. I seen you. You know what I'm <laughs> oh, yo, You do a photo shoot for your podcast. Mm-hmm. Everybody in here working. So, like. I think we can, we kind of got the blueprint. Still in there for me, real quick. Ah. <laughs> Everybody here kind of got a blueprint of what they're trying to do yeah. with uh, with their goals and stuff like that. So that's pretty good to see. And um, something else I did just recently, I bought one of those really giant sticky pads where you could like the post-it notes, the giant ones where you can like stick them on your wall and write huge notes and stuff. I bought a pad. And I'm going to use it to like stick on my wall leading to my bed. You know, and it'd be like, one for one one month goals, two months goals, three years. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. so I could like constantly yeah, yeah. see them, and then one for scratch notes. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh wait, like I thought about this. Let me write it on here. You know what I'm saying? Because the more I used to feel like just me thinking it in my head was enough, Mm-mm. but it was not processing anything but the thoughts in my head. Mm-hmm. People didn't it, even to this day. I met with a videographer, and he was just like, I just didn't know, you know that you need help with anything because you don't talk, you don't say nothing. You just do it, you know? And I'm just like, well, I need help. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like, people won't know what's going on in your head. If you continuously bash it into, you know what I'm saying? You making yourself have all this pressure. Yeah. If you have a circle of people that are powerful, that are growing with you, use your sources. You know, Definitely. everybody in the room can use each other. People can barter. That's mm-hmm. one thing I learned in, um, Los Angeles, the barter system in Los Angeles is powerful. Okay, they don't care about the dollar. They care about what you got that can help them get to the next level and what they got that can get you to the next level. Mm -hmm. True bartering of services, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like as Chicago people, and this is truly like that message that my pastor gave us was truly for Chicagoans about just like keeping people around you who don't want to share 
people who don't want to build with you, you know, it's, you got to really learn how to open your network up and be okay with the fact that they might get up higher than you in one place, but that don't mean that you're not good enough to get to the place you want to go. It's just about timing and seasons reasons and when it's supposed to happen for you it will happen yeah and i think it's like being around like minds too and and making that decision to know like okay that's my friend but i need to be around people that's in the field that i'm in that was something that i felt like i had to do i was like really really feeling like after i graduated like man i need to now i'm in chicago i need to be in an environment around people who are doing what i'm doing people who are in media i need to network with these people mm-hmm. because you know my friends they're gonna support what I do and everything but I'm not going to be collaborating with them on something they got their own thing that they're doing you know I need to be around people that are like minded people who will be like oh that's a great idea and recognize that that's a great idea because they in your field and they can understand so I think that that's important too to be around people like if you in the music being around artists and different artists you in media being around other media people and just be embracing around, embracing it, yeah. it mm-hmm. learn from those people like even being on the show learning from you learning from everybody that's been yeah. on the show i think that we all feed off of each other and we learn mm-hmm. so it's definitely a learning experience being a creative in chicago um it's i only been in the game one year but i've been doing what i've been doing for the last 10 years so it's just crazy when you wanted to be bigger than what you already is because you know your vision behind. Mm -hmm. Like, the scoop is just something small as to something I want to be humongous. So when you know you have a vision, I think think another thing is having different people from different aspects of that art in which you do. So, like, I'm, like, an executive producer and a host of my show. Like, I have people around me that are visual artists, that are graphic designers, that are in publication, that are educators like me, that are different in different fields. That way, not only am I doing one job, I'm able to do six other jobs around me. So if somebody lacking what they need to be lacking at, I'm always able to pick up. So you also need to be learning not only your role and growing in that, but also growing in other fields to help strengthen your brand. I think that's the best advice somebody has ever given me in in the world of like business is to not only know your job you need to know everybody else's job mm-hmm. as well so that when you are boss you also are a leader it's i think a lot of people misunderstand that that world as a creative like you creating something but you also need to be in other avenues of your brand and if you don't know what's going on that's a problem mm-hmm. that's definitely a very good point yes. to make because that's that is a hard part people want to just mm-hmm. be the creative yeah. Or the or the, the one in charge. The face of their brand. Right. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you want to be the face of your brand, but learn the back. Learn yeah, the back yeah. end yeah, of you gotta it. you got to wear every hat. Wear every hat. And honestly, from a person who has worn every hat for a very long time, I'm glad that I can give responsibilities to people who know what they're doing. And then, you know, if they need help, I'm able to help them. But mm-hmm. it's still taking a chill pill from me. Yes. And that's hard too is like opening like I said, opening the network. That's something I've had to learn how to do is be comfortable with allowing other people to step in and take over. You know, because of course you're scared. It's your project, your baby, mm-hmm. your yeah. your life. <laughs> and you like, oh, you might do this oh, but also trust that they got yes. they wanna look good too. And they don't wanna <clears throat> you know what I'm saying, nobody's here to disappoint. So when you know that about your team and yourself you know, you're not trying to disappoint yourself. The people around you going to get that same energy. So everybody going to work to to produce the same type of to image for whatever y'all doing. But, you know, I just wanted to really push that 
message of like stop watering dead flowers you know what i'm saying it's your turn to live it's your turn to bloom and blossom into the magnolia tree the the weeping willow whatever tree you want to be you want to be a rose with thorns whatever it is that you want to be it's your turn to grow and and give yourself that space and time to grow with other trees that are growing just as healthily so uh, with that being said play a few more songs i'm so grateful <coughs> not for my cough <laughs> i know they like this girl been coughing for three months Mm-hmm. But I'm very grateful for everybody in this room. Thank you, Thank Blessing, you. and Coco for being a part of this today. Um, <clears throat> it's very important to have both sides in the room. Thank you. Know, you. The producer and the producer, I literally. This for Coco. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. I like your shades, you know. <laughs> he didn't came out. <laughs> <laughs> he made himself I look like all. I was saying that I was waiting for you to see it. <laughs> I see you. We on the same page. Yeah, right he now. just jacked those real okay. quick, real quick. Period. Took the do rag off. It's a whole new blessing. Somebody's a whole new blessing. Blessing on blessing on blessing. On blessing. Okay. Oh my god! But until we talk to you guys next week, next week we will be hanging out with the team from Drink House, three black owners. Of Drink House will be sitting in here with us, swagging it up with us. You know, they might have their little I might cigars have to come with them. Three piece mink suit. Period. <laughs> you got to come. You said uh, three piece mink. Mink. Yeah. Mink suit. Yeah, we will be hanging <laughs> with Drink House next week. Um, they host the speed dating event that I do once a month at Drink House uh, for me. And we have some big things coming for the speed dating event. Cool. Um, it's very exciting. And if you haven't checked it out, it's totally free and it's totally easy to network. And meet somebody new. Don't be afraid. Um, we have good turnouts. And don't be scared. <laughs> don't be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> but until we talk to you guys next week, I'm your host, Nitty. We do this every Tuesday, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Listen to us on AM 1680 or Q4.org. That is Q-U-E, the number 4.org. If you want me to hear your music, Send it to info at nittiesknocker.com and we will listen and possibly play it on air. But for now, I'm going to go ahead and jump back to the nitpicks playlist right here on Nitty's Knocker.
Back your 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 back